Well, hello, and welcome to the Perspective Podcast, where we explore money through a spiritual lens. I'm Elle, a certified financial planner and a witchy old soul who just so happens to be going through a spiritual awakening myself. I launched this podcast to provide practical tips for stepping into your own wealth, purpose, and sovereignty as you navigate your own spiritual awakening. I lean on my own experiences in finance to look at money through the lens of energy, spirituality, science, and intuition. You'll gain financial knowledge to step into your soul's highest purpose and prosperity through a combination of episodes focused purely on financial terms, but also we'll explore a variety of spiritual topics as they relate to your money and wealth. If you're ready to step into ease and flow in your financial life and let that ripple across every single aspect of your life, stay tuned. Hi friends, Elle here, just checking in. I have been recording a lot of podcast episodes lately and channeling a lot of fantastic information for you. And I had one ready to go and Spirit then changed course with me and said that I needed to talk about something else. So I'm doing a complete 180 here today. And I haven't really scripted anything for today. I'm just going to speak. I'm going to talk and tell you a little bit about what I've been channeling in regards to what's going on in the world and how this can impact your financial situation. I had originally planned to talk about the stock market and stocks. I'm going to cover a little bit of that today, but I'm going to save that episode for a little bit later. So let's dive in. Obviously, since I last posted an episode, the world has gone a little bit mad. If you're watching the news, if you are a human being on the planet right now, you know that there are people saying that we're headed into World War III, that really bad things are happening right now, and we're just going to get sucked into this worldwide violence. And I want you to think really critically during this time and use your discernment in all of the information that you're consuming. That includes TikTok, that includes Instagram, that includes every single major media news outlet. And one of the reasons for that is, we look at the way that the world is structured right now, many of us are not aware or have not been aware that all of the major news outlets are run by some of the wealthiest people in the world. So there is always going to be a financial component to news that people don't understand. So let me explain this a little bit further to you. These wealthy people have an interest in what is being posted to the world and in the image that is being shown to the world. Okay. So let me show you, let me give you an example of this. There's so much going on in the world every day in Africa, in Madagascar, in Yemen, there's genocide in Myanmar, horrible, horrible things, atrocities against humanity have been going on for decades in poor countries. Do you ever see that on the news? When you turn on the news, do you see news 
about these small, poor countries? No. These people, they are us. They are just like us. They are no different. They're not uncivilized. They're not any different than we are. But these major media news outlets don't consider them worth their time because there's no money in any of these countries. There's no money in posting videos from Eritrea. And you can even see this on a very small micro level with your local news. When I lived in the deep South, I noticed that when a, the crime was really bad in our hometown, unfortunately, it was really, really bad. That was one of the reasons we moved. And when a young person of color was murdered in gang violence, it sometimes did not even make the news. They could be murdered in cold blood in the middle of the day in downtown where I lived, and nobody would even give that two minutes of airtime. And yet, when the wealthy daughter, when the daughter of a wealthy, well-known family in my hometown was murdered in cold blood on a night out with friends, and she was robbed at gunpoint, they're still talking about it on the news. And they had to make this big, big, huge deal out of it. Because why? Because her family was wealthy. This happens from a micro to a macro level. And so what you're seeing on the news is such a biased perspective of what's really going on in the world. And I'm not trying to downplay the suffering of any one group right now. Because there's a lot of just really sad things happening right now. In my heart, it's just been so heavy so heavy. I've just been sitting with the emotions every single day of the heaviness of what's going on right now. But we need to understand that the view of what we see is such a small piece of the pie because these major media outlets are biased and they are pushing an agenda and it is programming. I don't know what's really going on. I'm not here to explain what's going on. And I think we have this innate need to know. We glue ourselves to the news just to watch what's going on because we want to explain it somehow in our minds. Like, how is this actually happening right now? And I'm included in that too when this first started happening. And then I had to catch myself and go, wait, wait, wait. What is this actually doing right now? Me staying glued to these horrifying videos of people dying. Is this giving me the answers I'm looking for? No. What is it actually doing? It's giving more power to the news outlets that want more power. So what can we do? We can sit with ourselves and regulate our own nervous systems and still send a tremendous amount of love and healing, light and energy to those that are suffering right now. We can also envision a better world and a better future but most importantly, we can focus on what we can control in our world right now. Because what we do on a micro level ripples out. So if we're not in control of our nervous system and our emotions and our bodies, and we're not taking good care of ourselves, if we're spiraling downwards, that can have a ripple effect on a mass global scale. And so you can see the media is actually trying to create that chaos but you get to choose to step in or step out. And I'm not here to explain what's going on because that will solve nothing. 
right now there's such a polarity on every energetic level and energetic plane. As above, so below. As within, so without. And the polarity is what we need to realize is going on right now. This polarity is what is causing and creating this chaos. And I've been told this is happening for us, not to us. That there is good coming out of the other side of this. It's hard to trust that. It is really, really hard to trust that. And on a personal level, considering what I'm doing, the fact that I just quit a job, a stable job, to start my own business at this time, to be honest with you, it's shaken me because I was so sure of this decision. And Spirit's still going, yeah, you're, you're on the right track. You're doing the right things. I'm going, what are you talking about? You want me to, to trust? How can I trust when the whole world's falling apart? How do we trust? It's tough. But we can actually exercise our trust muscle by sitting in meditation every single day, by grounding ourselves every single day, and by turning off all the major media news outlets. We have to learn to follow the money and ask questions and use discernment in everything that we're consuming. Why do I say follow the money? The way that our this old world has been set up has completely revolved around one thing and one thing only, money. Money has driven every major world war, regardless of what you think you learn in history books. Money has shaped even what you learned in school. Money has had the power to shift narratives on the media and impact millions of people. How? Because those in power use their money to sway the masses. Look at this war. Let's call it a war. Who makes money off of a war? Who profits? Think about that. Do you know? I'm not here to answer that question for you. I'm not here to malign any one institution or company, but quite a few large corporations and people across the world profit tremendously off of war, but not just war. Let's go a little bit deeper. Where else can we follow the money? We already talked about the media. What about healthcare? Are you aware of the healthcare profits since the virus that won't be named came about? Are you aware of the increase in profits of these healthcare companies that created these injections into our bodies? These injections are the most lucrative lucrative drugs in the history of these healthcare companies. Their revenues doubled overnight when this virus that shall not be named came about. I'm not here to explain to you what's going on because I know you're smart enough to read between the lines. So who would profit from the current events that are taking place today and why do you need to know that information maybe maybe not but just even asking the question puts you in a state where you can look at what's going on from this higher perspective from this 30,000 foot view instead of caught up in your home glued to the tube 
with a completely dysregulated nervous system, unable to function out of fear. Do you see the difference? You get to choose how you go about your life. So the other thing that Spirit's asking me to share is that this is also going to impact the market, of course. Inflation is going to rise to unprecedented levels, but our markets are driven by fear. So it's no surprise that we're going to see volatility there. Could you ask the question, who's making money off of these events and go and invest in those companies? Yes, but is that ethical? Oh my gosh, like you need to answer that question for yourself, but I would say no. I'm well aware of what companies are going to be profiting from these events. Just like I was well aware of what companies were going to profit off of said virus. I made sure I don't own those companies because I don't want those profits. And I'm going to make sure now that I don't own companies that profit off of war. It's called profiteering. And if you look throughout history, it's been happening forever. And we're just pawns in a game. And this is all a simulation on this lovely planet Earth. So let's not take ourselves too seriously and let's just stay grounded as much as we can. Here's the other thing that I want to mention. If we think about the market being driven by our emotions and our energy and the collective is fearful, the last decade people have been really truly optimistic about business and the market and just kind of where the world is heading. That it is, it's completely neutral, but it's been assigned this energy of fear and greed because humanity as a whole has been living mostly in survival mode. And in this new age, in this Aquarian age, we are moving into a time through the chaos, currently moving through the chaos, into a time where the collective energy is much higher frequency. And because of that, the markets will hold that higher frequency. Because if we start to realize what's causing our fear, if we start to live in these higher frequencies, not in shame, not in greed, not in fear, but in joy and bliss and love and harmony together, which is happening already, this world event is actually bringing people together. How different would the markets be if we lived in these higher frequencies? There would be much less volatility, right? Because volatility happens when we get scared and we want to sell a company or sell a stock or we think we're going to lose all our money. And then everybody panics. And they go, oh my gosh, we have to get our money out. Oh my gosh, the world's going to shit. So if we can live in this state of calmness, of control, hey, I've got this, I'm not concerned, the markets reflect that. So we're going to see that again. We're going through a period right now of intense fear, but humanity is ascending. And I've been told that, but it will be a much more profitable and joyful and collaborative endeavor. Collaborative is the word that keeps coming up. Because right now, investing is so personal and so individual, and we're missing that collaborative piece. 
I don't have all the answers and I'm not here to predict exactly what's going to happen in the next five to 10 years or even the next year. I just wanted to share some of these messages of hope with you that through this chaos, good is going to come out of it. Unity is going to come out of this. And the polarity that exists right now needs to happen because some of these dark forces have to fall away. They have to be illuminated by the light. So what can you do? What can you do right now in your own situation? What should you do? To turn off the mainstream media. Focus on what you can control. You can control your surroundings. You can control what you're putting into your body. You can control your thoughts if you pay attention to them. You can choose what you're consuming, whether that be a book that you're reading or news that you're searching for. And financially, you can trust. You can trust that all will be well. Leave your investments as they are if you're invested in the market currently. The other thing that's coming up for me is this idea of sufficiency. We've been living in excess on our planet for a long time. What are your actual needs beyond the material stuff that we order off of Amazon or Target or somewhere online? What are your basic needs and how can you meet those if in the short term inflation rises quickly? I don't think it is too far out of the realm of possibility to see supply chains interrupted. I think having a food supply for your family and for yourself is just smart. And that's not out of fear. That's just looking at our food supply and realizing that it is so incredibly fragile, especially if you live in a city, right? Because everything's getting bussed in on trains and cars and planes into a city, into the grocery store. Well, if you live in a small apartment in a city, my question is, you know, if that were to shut down for a while, how would you feed yourself? How would you take care of yourself? These are questions that spirit's asking me to ask you. Not out of fear, but actually out of love. Because this year's going to be rocky. That I know. And if you listen or to or pay attention to astrology, you probably already knew that, right? It's not a bad idea to assess your situation and just say, what can I do today, tomorrow, in the next few weeks to be sure that I just, I have enough food and water for my family if things worsen? And yes, they will be temporary. The worsening will be temporary, but we're not moving into the old paradigm ever again. We have to stop holding on to the idea that our planet and earth is going back to normal. There's going to be a new normal that we create. And I think this year, the new normal, the normal just for this year is quite a bit more chaos. And the last thing that I'm doing is just focusing on gratitude, focusing on what I have, the love that I have for my family and the relationships I've been forming the manifestations that have already come to light in my life. 
over the last few years that I could only dream about 10 years ago? What do you have today that you only dreamed of? I bet you can find something. That's the power of manifestation. I'm really looking forward to talking in depth about manifestation soon, as well as having some guests on. But I feel like manifestation is just really about who you are and working through your own blocks. And that's why we've covered money blocks and money wounds a few times on the podcast. And I have a few more episodes coming for you to learn how to clear that junk. Because once we clear that from our energy field and learn how to continually do so, we open up ourselves and our lives to so much more possibility and magnetism to bring in and call in what's aligned to us and is happening for us. And if we all do that, if everyone who listens to this podcast learns how to work with their own energy, listen to their body, move through the shadow and grow from that, we would never see another war on this planet. (laughs) So there's a lot you can do on a personal individual level with your own energy and your own body and your own thoughts and your own mental state and your own reality and surroundings to change your reality to change our reality as a whole, as a collective. So if you do any one thing today, let it be that you sit in meditation with gratitude for what you have. I hope that this message today brought you some hope and some love and some light and that you continue to focus on what you can control in your reality and trust that everything else that you cannot control is happening for you and everything is going to fall in. Hello friends, Elle here. I am so excited to share with you my most accessible offering, Prosperity Circles. I believe financial literacy and manifestation techniques should be accessible to everyone, regardless of your financial status or situation. So beginning March 21st, Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern time, I will be hosting an intimate container for women feeling out of alignment to come together to discuss personal financial struggles. We all know money is a taboo subject in our society. So why not come together in a safe space to share our stories and offer support for others on the journey? During these circles, we will share our stories and struggles, but also I will offer some guidance on how to make shifts and tweaks to overcome any financial challenges you may be facing, whether that be making more money, working through money wounds, switching careers, or setting and sticking to reasonable financial goals. Nothing is too vulnerable here. Every week will be different as we intuitively cover what the group needs and end the circle in a meditation or journaling session. The best part is there's no commitment. Simply sign up weekly at spiritualperspectivepodcast.com slash services. Scroll on to the bottom and you'll see more info. See you in circle.